Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service, and this week I wanted to talk about fall composting. Certainly composting has been, is, and will be a good thing to do wherever, wherever you can in your yard. So at this time of year, you know, gardeners will be wondering what to do with all the plant parts that they're going to need to be pruned off, cleaned off, uh, bagged, or disposed of. And of course, a, a tremendous, great alternative is to seeing those landscape waste bags driving off every week is to recycle them right in your own yard uh, and benefit from getting all that free organic matter um, that will benefit any bed you place it in, whether it's a landscape bed or flower bed or a vegetable garden. Um, composting is, is not something that really takes a lot of time when you consider all the time you spend filling the landscape waste bags. Uh, but just like any good recipe, the ingredients for composting are few. You need some browns, you need some greens, a generous amount of garden soil, and water till moist. Stir it briskly, and then wait till it's done. Uh, that's a bit simplified, but that's pretty much what we need to do. Uh, you know, there's probably always a spot in the yard to set up a compost bin or pile. You might think about the dark corner that doesn't grow things so well or the spot behind the garage or the garden shed maybe. One of the simplest ways to get a compost started for your yard is to just build a compost pile. Its only requirement is that it will need to be big enough uh, to retain moisture and maintain a constant temperature. So typically the base of a compost pile should be at least four feet square or four feet around. And that's going to allow you to pile it up uh, to grow to about three feet in height if you can. Uh, if you have room for a bigger square or a bigger rounded base, uh, that will mean a more even temperature over a larger area, which will speed up the decomposition. Uh, there are many variations of the traditional compost pile. The imagination uh, is limitless. You can build a more substantial structure, perhaps using uh, used wood pallets, cinder blocks, maybe lumber is your thing. Whatever is low cost, essentially, that's also visually acceptable. Or um, if you need to, because of uh, viewable, the viewable nature of where you intend to do this with the neighbors, maybe you, you purchase a compost bin instead. It doesn't matter as long as you get to compost. Uh, I mentioned the, the ingredients as being greens, and of course the green can be the grass clippings uh, where there's not been herbicide used in several weeks. Uh, greens could also be the tops of annuals and perennials. Uh, they, can, they could be shredded up or, or clipped uh, green stems and plant parts from the yard. Uh, you can even use um, leaves that you've pruned off of a shrub, but just uh, recognize that anything bigger than a small twig is not something that can really be composted very readily. Uh, browns are going to include your fall leaves as you collect them, uh, that you've either raked up or bagged them with the mower. Uh, dried leaves from your perennials, like daylily foliage, for example, also would be considered the browns. Um, you, you actually may have some green trimmings that you took out or pruned off earlier that have now just been around in our, and have turned brown. Again, those work as the brown components. Uh, the browns are really important because they contribute to the carbon uh, in, in the composting process, so you, you really do need uh, uh, greens, browns. And then the other ingredient uh, I mentioned was uh, dirt. Um, you know, you have 
you have to have the microflora, you have to have the degradation organis organisms in the compost bin or pile, so you need some soil, that's what brings them in. Uh, other things that you could use in the compost pile that are totally acceptable out of the kitchen, for example, would be uh, uh, fresh vegetable uh, scraps, uh, peelings and things that uh, didn't make it to the dinner table but yet are not cooked. Uh, so you've got the vegetable waste from the kitchen. Um, you can add uh, coffee grounds, for example. Uh, you can add uh, dried and rinsed uh, crumbled eggshells that provides the calcium uh, into the soil profile. Um, so if you're building the compost pile or filling a bin for the first time, you want to mix the greens and the browns and the other materials as you go. And this is where you kind of sprinkle in the garden soil as you go along to make sure that the microorganisms um, that will be, will be doing that break round or the uh, breakdown are you know pretty much uh, spread throughout the compost bin or pile. Um, this is what makes it work. And like any other uh, recipe, as I said, you need to keep the pile moist, not wet, so it won't doesn't smell, but certainly moist. This is what the microflora need to live on as they break down the uh, the greens and the browns. The greens are going to provide the nitrogen component that's going to allow their numbers to grow quickly. Uh, they, in turn, then, in those larger numbers, will be able to address the browns, something that's a little slower to break down, but you need good high numbers of the, of the organisms in the compost bin or pile, so keep it moist. Um, and from time to time, they talk about turning the compost pile. As, as long as you're throwing in a little bit of this and a little bit of that every time, turning isn't critical, but if you really layer the compost pile up, or bin. Yep, turning that pile is going to be important. That makes sure the mixture is uh, uniform and the uh, microflora have an opportunity to break down the entire pile. Uh, where you get to use it is really up to you. Uh, easy enough to do um, uh, anywhere in your yard. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. Always a pleasure. I'll be back again soon.